you are now tuned in welcome 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 everybody to the platform welcome to this amazing platform and i'm so excited to have you here because there is so much we're going to talk about we're going to be talking about pinterest and seo marketing so before i even get into it i want you guys to know that if you have any questions feel free to send me a message we're on clubhouse we're on clubhouse right now we're on youtube live right now we are also going to be on facebook live we're on different platforms we're on periscope thank you amra for coming here if you have any questions please feel free to let me know we're going to open up hand raising we're going to be talking about pinterest and seo marketing in business and i'm going to have a few slides for you today because i want to tell you so much about pinterest and seo marketing if you've not followed the the clubhouse club called pinterest and seo marketing please go ahead and check playinc.online forward slash pinterest and we're going to be talking about everything to do with pinterest as we speak right now we're also going to be having a podcast session for this so there's so much content that i want to tell you that i want to make sure that everybody is aware of what's going on so we're going to get right into it and just not to waste your time i want you guys to be fully aware that this information is for you and this information can come from different angles so i want you to know that pinterest and seo marketing go together why there's a fun fact that 95 percent of the top searches on pinterest are unbranded when you think about branding on pinterest you're thinking about creating a story you're thinking about inspiring somebody everybody that comes to pinterest is coming to pinterest from a positive place they're coming to pinterest from a place of understanding and they're coming to a place that they want to learn anytime you're using pinterest you're either starting a project or you're about to finish a project or you're somewhere in between so when you think about it as a business you have to think about those people as well the next thing i will tell you is that 98 listen guys 98 percent of people say that they try new things based on what they find when was the last time you you started something for the first time on instagram when was the last time you started something for the first time on facebook when you think about platforms you think about success you think about story so you think about building the relationship between your brand and the product and this is what pinterest marketing is all about by the way before we go too far um, make sure you're able to check in and yes please ping people in thank you so much amra i can see your messages coming in feel free to send me a dm because i'm live everywhere i'm on youtube i'm on facebook i'm on podcast i'm on clubhouse and there's so much information i want to tell you about so please ping people into the room let your friends know share this even after this because they're going to be show notes that's going to be available at playinc.online forward slash clubhouse in case you didn't know as well we also have a course we have a pinterest course and it's going like crazy it's called pinterest marketing and you can get there especially the people that are part of the club the people that are part of the membership on clubhouse have a 50 percent off deal and if you have that if you want to be interested in it please send me a dm saying pinterest marketing and i'll send you the code right through now 98 percent of people say that they try new things based on what they find why do they say this because when you go on pinterest everybody says hey i'm going to pinterest because i like this event i want to know how this event is looking i want to start putting myself out there and it's a good thing but i also believe that it's also a better thing when you're able to really direct your traffic and you're able to create something that is appealing to people so what do i mean by that 
When you think about trying something new, you think about impacting a society. You think about impacting people. So when you think about impacting people, think about yourself and also think about how you can also impact those people. Another thing is 85%, guys, 85% of pinners, and this is within the platform, 85% of pinners say that they use Pinterest to plan new projects. Now, when I just mentioned about starting a new project, you may be wondering, okay, how do I start a new project? What do I do with my new project? How do I even get there? When you think about creating value for your customers, you're creating an, a consumer experience that is worth their time, is worth their value. Anything that you pay for needs to be equal to or greater than what you're paying for because when you're exchanging value for value, you're telling yourself that I'm solving a problem with today's need and I'm able to help somebody tomorrow because I was solved today. So when you think about creating value, think about creating that value from a, from a standpoint that actually helps you become a better person in the, in the future. Another fun fact is right now we're in April. So happy April, everybody. It's a new month. It's a great month. And I want to tell you more about holiday planning. Because you may think, okay, Christmas is far away and Easter is here. But did you know that holiday planning on Pinterest starts as early as nine months ahead of time? That's a crazy statistic. That's something that if you ever knew about, you can be able to really make sure that you have consistent value in your content and you're able to really drive the message forward. And how does this happen? This happens when you're able to be very specific on what you're trying to bring to the table. When you think about holiday planning, you think about planning ahead of time. If you're planning for a baby, you plan things ahead of time. If you're planning for a wedding, you have things ahead of time. If you're planning for a meal, if you're planning to eat something, you plan it ahead of time. So that's what Pinterest also does. You're able to plan everything ahead of time. Another fun fact is 8 in 10 Pinterest users use a platform that makes them feel positive. So if you feel bad about your day, if you feel demotivated, if you feel like somebody just annoyed you, if you feel like something is wrong with somebody, go on Pinterest. You'll realize that a lot of people use the platform to make them feel positive. Another thing that I want to make sure that you know is that Pinterest is a search engine, just like Google and YouTube. And we have social media channels like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Those are amazing platforms, yes. But think about the value that you're bringing to the table when you're adding social medias with your search engine optimization tool. Now, I'm going to give you guys 12 steps. I promise to give 12 steps, and I'm going to make sure I make that promise today. The first step, and please take notes because we're going to open up the room very soon. By the by, 12.30, we're going to open up the room. That's Eastern time. The first step, everybody and anybody that is using Pinterest as a business should use it for is to start a business account with Pinterest. Why? If you don't know how to start a Pinterest business account, anything that you have on your platform, and you have to probably do this with your laptop. Don't do this with your phone. On your laptop, on your computer, make sure you go to Pinterest on the top right you're going to see a drop down and it's going to say, hey, um, create a new business account. So some people keep asking me, do I have to have a business account and a personal account at the same time? The answer is, if you have a personal account and you want to have a business account with it, it can go together, but the business account is going to act separately. Just like on TikTok, for example, if you want a TikTok account, it's going to be your personal account. And then in the settings section, you can go to the business account and create one for yourself. So step one, start a Pinterest business account. The earlier you start, the better. Now, step number two, 
keyword optimize your bio i'll say this again keyword optimize your bio your description your pins and your boards why when you optimize your keywords for descriptive text you're telling the algorithm i don't know if you ever knew this but there's an ai on pinterest the name is called pixie and pixie is able to find your pins and your boards based on the text that you give it and there's a step that i'm going to talk about that's really going to help understand this process so when you're keyword optimizing you're using platforms like uber suggest shout out to neil patel he has an amazing chrome extension that you can use on your on your laptop and use uber suggest to understand what are the volumes of success what are people searching for type anything on google and see what the cost per click is the higher it is with the higher volume the more you're able to reach out people that are within your niche when you think about going to walmart or going to target or going to any other your favorite store when you go into an aisle and the aisle is look it has everything that you need imagine finding something that is not supposed to be there you're going to feel weird you're going to feel like uh this is not where i'm supposed to be because you went to the the aisle with an intention of finding something so think about your pinterest like that when you're creating a step when you're creating an aisle when you're creating a board these are things that people are going to follow so whatever you're putting inside your board has to be making sense and yes you can pin anybody's board or um, anybody's pin but think about this when you click on that pin and it takes them to a broken link or a spam link or somewhere that's not supposed to be working, you will tell yourself that you're actually hurting your algorithm because if you do something like that, it clearly means that you don't know what you're posting, you don't know who you're posting for, and when you're sharing something with someone like I'm sharing with you today, you're sharing value. So if I share something on my pin and my board that's not giving me value, then I'm just wasting your time and I don't want to do that. So make sure you optimize it and know what you're clicking. The next thing is make sure you use power words and emotional words. This is still step number three. Make sure you use power words. Just go on Pinterest right now and type in power words. You're going to find a lot of power words. And those power words are going to help you strike an emotion. And make sure you're using between one to two sentences. The step four is use in-text graphics on your pins and use them as keywords. Why? Because I just mentioned about Pixie. Pixie is an AI and Pixie is able to grab the text, the alt text, what is on the graphic. Let's say you're in a in a huge grass field and this grass field is having a lot of potential and let's say you just think about putting the word grass on it now you've enhanced the word grass with a picture of grass in your ai so if somebody's going to search for the word grass they're going to find you because you were so optimistic about your situation and the problem solving plan that the person was able to find what they were looking for and then pin it to their board. If somebody pins something to their board, it means that you're offering value to the system. You're offering value to the entertainment platform. So think about those things when you're actually creating value. The step number five, this is a huge step. Utilize your story pins. Utilize your story pins. Why? Just like we have Instagram today, Instagram has reels and TikTok has videos. Now, Pinterest has story pins and story pins have just been introduced recently. And when you think about working with an AI system and working with people that are actually helping you grow, you will see that when you use your story pins, you're going to attract more people at a faster rate than doing it as an ordinary static pin. Why? Because pins are always going to be there. But if you're able to utilize your story pins, you're able to create value over time. And 
when you do that consistently you don't have to post every time but the way you're posting because you're not deleting your posts or your pins you have to make sure that they're always keyword optimized step number six is claim your website and social media accounts now this is a very critical part of your pinterest for business process why because when you're creating a process you're creating something that is valuable to someone and they're able to see what you're doing without you having to think about you know the the end result when you think about your website you're creating a website for someone to come to if i'm inviting you to my home and my home is not made the way it's supposed to be or the way I know it's supposed to be. I'm not going to invite you, but I'm going to invite you when I'm fully confident that everything in this house is supposed to be there and I have everything in control. That's the same way you should control your website and control your social media accounts. Now, when you go to the settings of the business account on Pinterest, you will see that there's claim your website, there's claim your Instagram, there's claim your YouTube, and I believe there's also claim your Etsy if you have an Etsy account. Now, when you claim those accounts to your Pinterest, you're literally telling Pinterest that one, I'm the owner, two, I'm the one that's supplying the information, and three, I'm the one that is in this business that is focused on this particular product. So when you think about adding value, you're creating an impression over time. You're creating something that people are going to be able to see and they're going to be able to understand where you're coming from when you're able to claim those things. And it also benefits you because Pinterest has ads. And if you don't connect your pins to your website, you're really much losing at this point because you're just like everybody else. You should be better than the next competitor because your competitors is what should be giving you fuel. If you're able to have a website that is controlled, that is claimed, and that is a social media account, then what you're telling Google, what you're telling the AI system, what you're telling Pixie is that you have a website, you have control of your content, and you have a social media account outside Pinterest. So think about those things. Step number seven we're almost getting to 12 because i'm going to open up the floor for questions because i really want to answer everybody's question today number seven start with five to ten boards i'll give you an example go to targets pinterest for example and see how beautifully they actually create their content when you see that they are keyword optimized you have text and graphics you have boards think about your boards like aisles that's actually what i got to learn recently when you think about your boards like an aisle when you go to a kroger when you go to uh heb wherever you are when you think about creating boards think about those boards like like different departments for example in your house you have a you have a closet for your you have a closet for your shirts, you have a closet for maybe your swimsuit gear, you maybe have a closet for, you know, you may have the same closet, but the way it's arranged inside that closet is entirely based on how you set it up. So when you think about creating those boards, make sure that if it's a store, let's say it's a luxury store, you're going to have a jewelry section, you're going to have watches, you're going to have maybe clothes, you're going to have something that is keyword optimized, especially when you use Pinterest trends. When you're doing that consistently, you're literally telling Google and you're telling Pixie, and you're telling Pinterest AI 
that hey i'm in charge of my content i know what i'm posting and i know where it's going and when you're able to do that consistently your boards are going to start being filled up with context that is related to your board that's also related to your message and when you do that consistently people are going to love you for it because they know that this person is not here to play this person is not joking around this person is actually ready to give content that is of value so when you think about creating that value every day you're telling the system that I am using my platform for success. I am using my platform for something that is actually valuable to my success. So when you think about creating boards, don't just create any board and say, okay, this board works or I'm using this board for this. You think about creating something that actually creates value to your business. Step number eight, use standard photo, video, carousels, and collections. What do I mean? When you have a board, a board is just a board. With anything that is not inside that board is just simply just there. <laughs> so when you're creating a board, you're creating a board with static images that have in-text graphic. You're making about at least four seconds worth of video, at least four seconds. If you check the recommendations by Pinterest, they tell you that four seconds or more is great. So when you think about four seconds, that's a lot of time somebody has to spend on something that they're looking for that you have. So when you're using photos, when you're using carousels, and you can use carousels on Pinterest as well, and collections, which is pretty much like group collections and board collections, you're going to understand that the algorithm is going to favor you right back. Now, another thing you want to notice is that for step number nine is always have a call to action. Always have a call to action. Why? The reason why you need to have a call to action is that anybody who is coming to your Pinterest has a, has a need. They're literally looking at you and saying, okay, this person actually is going to help me out with this problem. So as soon as I'm done reading the pin, my problem has not really been solved. So if you click on the call to action, which is a clickable pin, and you take them to your website or to your YouTube channel, by the way, if you have a board that says YouTube and you do YouTube videos, that's a very good board for you because it's really ranking on Pinterest trends right now. So when you think about that, have a call to action, have a meaningful post, make it one to two sentences. Don't stress yourself out trying to figure out, okay, am I saying the right thing? Am I not saying the right thing? Be very specific on what you're doing. And that's also going to bring a lot of trust. People are going to know you, they're going to like you, and they're going to want to follow you. We all know each other from a place, but if we're able to connect together as a group, it's going to do a lot of good for us in the end when you're actually creating value for people that are actually needing that problem. That's step number nine. Always have a call to action. Never run a pin without a pin that's going to take them somewhere outside the website or outside Pinterest itself because that's just going to hurt your algorithm. Step number 10. This is the best step to me. And hands down, <laughs> this is the best step to me. You're also in the Pinterest and SEO marketing room. If you're here, please make sure you pull to refresh. Follow the club, and because of your, your huge part of this club, if you can text me and DM me and say Pinterest marketing, and I'm also going to give you the, the membership access code to the course. You can also get it at playinc.online forward slash Pinterest, but you can also be able to get the 50% off coupon because you're a member of the club. Now, step number 10. This is a great one, and I don't think people do this a lot. Create a secret test board now what do i mean when you create a test board that is secret it means that one 
Pinterest is not taking it outside of your, it's not taking it to your public site, it's keeping it within your profile. Now, try this, just try this random thing and you'll see what happens. When you go to your test board, create a pin, don't add any description, don't add any keyword, just literally upload it just like that to your test board, not to your public board, please. When you do that to your test board, what you're gonna realize is that the AI, Pixie, is going to match your pin, which is your picture or your video, to other related sources without looking at the keyword and without looking at the descriptions. And how you can test to know that this pin is going to work for you is when you do that with no description and you can see that the related images that are coming to your board are literally the same thing that you're posting. For example, if I post a pin with no description and all I have there is a plate of rice, literally a plate of rice that looks very good, good lighting, you know, a really good picture, put it in your test board and then see the other images that come next to it. If you see the other rice pictures or other pictures with different lighting or maybe different types of rice, then you're in the right particular area because AI has this, has understood that this is rice, this is a plate, and this is food. So it's going to take it to those sections. But if you don't do that, you will realize that maybe you have the same rice, maybe the lighting was not that good, or maybe you took it at a different angle, and you now start seeing things like grapes. You start seeing things like maybe, you know, uh, it could be anything, a couch. Now, when you think about those things and you realize that it's not matching, then you're, you're not doing Pinterest right. You're not using the algorithm to your advantage. So make sure you're always creating a test board. That test board is always going to help you through. Number 11, I'm really going fast today. Step number 11 is participate in the community. People go on Pinterest and all they do is just click, screenshot, click, screenshot, click, screenshot. It's not enough. Just like you go on Instagram, you, you make a comment when you see something that's great. Think about making comments. There are two sections actually on Pinterest for engagement. There's a section that says like, which is a reaction. And then there's another section to the right that says helpful. Now, the helpful section is just like a review. If you have a lot of thumbs up, let's say on helpful, and this is a problem solving um, campaign, or maybe it's a carousel ad, or whatever you're trying to do on Pinterest, the more likes you have, the more helpful you like you have which is helpful is like a thumbs up the more helpful you have you're able to participate in the community and also be part of that conversation so don't just go and pin and pin your own stuff and say yeah i pin 10 to 15 times a day and nobody's seeing it the reason why nobody's seeing it is because one it's either not keyword optimized or two you're not engaging in the community you're allowed to make comments on pinterest and many people don't make comments you can go to a pin today and see zero comments and that pin has been there for four years now it doesn't mean that the pin is bad it just means that there's pretty much no purpose <laughs> for the pin and if you're able to create quality pins which they call rich pins you will start to see that you're creating value every day and every day of the week that you're putting your stuff on pinterest you're literally counting yourself very lucky and very blessed because pinterest do not they don't expire pins don't expire 
there's no way I'm going to go to your pin or it's not even your pin, your Instagram post 30 weeks ago, unless you're a stalker. You know, people don't do the people don't have time to be searching for you. People have time to be searching for what they need at the, the, the time they need it the most. So if you're able to offer value consistently and participate in the community, like their posts, comment on their posts, make sure that it's helpful, save it to your boards, make sure that it goes to the right boards and you're doing it also for your business, you're going to thrive completely. You're going to really, really thrive. Now we got five more minutes before I open up the room so that we can, you know, answer questions for the rest of the, the hour because I want to answer everybody's question that's coming here. The third, sorry, not the third, I'm, I'm skipping too far. The 12th step, step number 12, which is my final step for you today. And I have a bonus, actually. I have a bonus right after this. Step 12 is, if you didn't know this, make sure you start doing this. We just talked about video for four seconds. So imagine if you have a business and your business has a video cover on your profile. I don't know if you ever knew that as a Pinterest business account holder, you can literally have videos and stories and all that good stuff, but you can also have video covers. What are video covers? Video covers are places that people are able to come to your profile before they even start scrolling. They're able to see what you do. So let's say you have a 30 second video it could be muted, it could be sound on, sound off, as long as it's graphically, aesthetically pleasing, then somebody can literally look at that 30 seconds video on your cover, because right now on default is usually like a carousel of images. If you check your Pinterest, you'll see that, okay, this person's profile just has a carousel of images that's, that's just scrolling. But if you change it from the carousel image that is already there by default, and then you make sure it's a video, you will realize that you're going to have more traction because people are going to start following you. They're going to start contacting you because there's a section called contact and the contact has your email and it also has your phone number. If you have a Shopify store, there's a shop that that's right next to it that you can actually create for yourself. So when you're doing this and you're having a video cover on your profile, you're literally telling AI that, hey, I have a video that's talking about health and nutrition and i'm talking about this in 30 seconds and then they check your story and they see the same thing they go to your board they see the same thing you realize that people spend about 14 15 minutes on pinterest just looking for something that they need and if you're the person that is going to give them what they need they're going to come back to you and the ai is going to know that this person saved this person's pin so the next time i log in i'm going to get another feed from you who gave me the first result that's giving me another result because i'm actively working when you're doing that consistently it's going to really help you now this is the bonus tip the bonus tip is i also talked about uber suggest as a chrome extension but imagine scrolling on your websites literally you're just scrolling all over your websites and you're using this pinterest save button it's called a pinterest save button now the pinterest save button is on the google chrome extensions and you can be able to use this and start pinning things that you like when you keep doing this consistently you're able to actually realize that hey i'm actually excited to know that somebody's pinning something they're creating value they're creating pins and these pins are also exciting to me because I'm able to save them to boards that are related to my business. So what's next? We're going to have some Q&A. So feel free to raise your hand now if you have any questions. Feel free to ping anyone in the room. I'm also going to be checking the sections and I'm going to have an amazing time with you today. Now, there are two things I also want to say before we get into the questions. The first thing is that we had a successful month 
of March and we ran through the whole of March. We had this Pinterest marketing course, which is available at playinc.online forward slash Pinterest. And you can be able to learn everything that I've talked to you about. And we can do the services with you while you're there because it's a self-paced course. Sometimes people ask, okay, courses are usually long. Sometimes people say, okay, the courses are, you know, they're too extended. It's too advanced. Why I made this course is because I wanted to solve a problem. The problem that I want to solve is to help people know that they can do better than what they're already doing on social media and doing it consistently when they're able to know that people are searching for the problem that they're looking for, which they're solving, and people are finding them. So on Pinterest, you can be able to use it for your benefit, especially as a business owner. I'm a business owner too, and I'm sure you're also a business owner too. And you're always wondering, okay, nobody's liking my post. How many hashtags should I use? All these things are just vanity metrics. But at the end of the day, what you're doing is that you're solving a solution at the end of the day. So however much it costs, you're going to make that effort to make sure that whether it's your time you're going to spend, whether it's your money you're going to spend, whether it's your resources you're going to spend, Those are things that are going to help you have a better life tomorrow. And why not start on Pinterest? Because anything that you pin today, six years later, is still going to be applicable to you. So when you think about creating Pinterest for business, you're not only creating Pinterest for your own business, you're creating Pinterest for business with a community mindset in mind. So when you think about those things, think about how you're able to connect the two dots and make sure that your pins are doing really, really well. The thing is, the first time, though, there's a one-time payment. People usually ask, okay, what is the price? What's the price? The price is a $19.97. You can, because you're a Pinterest and SEO marketing club member, you automatically get 50% off. And you can use the code, and the code is amazing. You can use the code, yes, please, in one word. Yes, please. For 50% off, you can be able to get that course right now it opens unlocks everything for you you're able to get the course and you can start using it right away there's another option that you can make three monthly payments and once you have these courses the courses are going to be yours for life and most times when you think about buying courses guys just this just a pro tip when you go to these different rooms or these different courses or these different webinars make sure that the course that is being sold to you is up to date well today is april 2nd 2021 You don't want to buy a course that's April 2nd, 2013. It's not going to help you because there's a lot of improvement that has happened over those years. And you also don't want to waste your money. So make sure you're able to have something that is updated, which is what we have. We also have a clubhouse experience in the course where you also actually listen to the course on audio mode. So we don't just have video mode. We also have audio mode. And These are things that you can be able to learn. You can be able to grow, learn about your Pinterest because I know we're in this room today and I'm here to share amazing tips with you. But also, I know that I'm not going to be here all the time. But because I'm always going to be here on a social media platform like this, then I'm able to tell you what the benefits are. And with the three-month payment, it's $6.89 per month. You make three payments if you're using the code yes please 50% off you have that right at your door so you can be able to do these things for yourself build a lot of attraction build a lot of story build things that are actually valuable to you because at the end of the day this is going to help you tomorrow i'm not doing this to have a show i'm not doing this for clout i'm not doing this for i'm doing this simply because i know that there is a need 
Anytime there's a need, there's a solution. And if nobody steps up, somebody's going to step up. And I'm the one that's stepping up right now to bring this to your attention. So there's so much value that you can have by being part of this community because it's not just about, oh, you have the course, you're in, or you have a Pinterest account, you're pinning every day. It can get tiring, guys. It can get tiring. Trust me. I've been there. I've been in at a place where I'm so tired. I don't want to do anything. I just want to sit down and just watch TV, binge something on Netflix and call it a day. But the same person, my innermost being is telling me if I don't do something like this today, somebody is going to get hurt. Somebody is going to make a step that they would have avoided if I didn't intervene at the right time. So that is why I'm so particular on giving you guys value on a consistent basis so that you can be able to learn how to use your business and how to grow. So make sure you're able to get into these platforms because these platforms are going to help you. Pinterest is the way to go, guys. And people always talk about Pinterest and forget about places like LinkedIn. Shout out to Gary V. He always talks about Pinterest, LinkedIn, TikTok, Clubhouse now, you know, all the social media platforms that are always emerging. But when you think about creating value, you're creating value from your innermost being. And your innermost being is a place that you have been residing for a long time that is supposed to come out and give somebody value. And that's why we do this on a consistent basis, because I'm going to be doing this every week. By God's grace, I'm going to be here every week. You know, giving you guys tips, giving you guys tutorials. That's why I'm not only doing this on Clubhouse. That's why I'm not only doing this on YouTube. Thank you guys so much for the comments I'm getting, for the, you know, for the shares, for the pings. This is information that is valuable to you. And if I'm able to spend 30 minutes to an hour just talking about Pinterest, talking about the value of giving, then there's nothing to lose. There's really nothing to lose. At this point, if you have any questions, please feel free to ask me. Please raise your hands. The, the room is now open. If you have any questions, I would definitely love to help you all and give you exactly the values that we discussed. So I'm going to run over the points one more time, just from 1 to 12 before we close, because I'm not going to keep us in this room for too long. I made sure that I wanted to make this really tight, concise. I don't want to spend 24 hours on this room. I know everybody has something to do. It's a Friday, but I also wanted to give value where value is due. So the first step, I'm going to make, go back and I'm going to make this very quickly. The first step is start a Pinterest business account. The second step is keyword optimize your bio, your descriptions, and your pins. Step number three which is also with step number two, I'll actually call this step number two, keyword, optimize your bio descriptions, pins, and boards by using power words, emotional words, and having at least one to two sentences. The third step is, actually, there was um, Pinterest business account, keyword, optimize, use in-text graphics on your pins, make sure you use in-text graphics, and also use Pinterest trends. That's also going to help you as well. Utilize your story pins. Make sure you're able to claim your website and your social media accounts. Start with five to ten boards. Think about it as an, as an aisle. Use standard photos, videos, carousels, and collections. Always have a call to action. And a call to action is always going to help you do much better than a regular pin. Have a test board. I talked about this test board. Make sure you're using this test board to your advantage because that's really going to help you scale, especially when you're batch content creating. Then participate in the community. 
Make sure you're able to use the likes, the comments, the engagement. Make sure you're able to do this consistently. And then use your video covers on your profile. Those are things that are going to help you. They're going to help you grow. They're going to help you stay consistent. And never, ever, ever, guys, never delete your pins. If you want to delete something from your feed, I'd suggest you either take it to your secret board or you archive it. If you're able to do either of those two options, those are going to really help you today. So with that being said, my name is Favor Robasi Ike, and I am the Pinterest and SEO Marketing Club founder on Clubhouse. And also, you know, we have Work and Play Entertainment, which is a digital marketing agency, and we deal with specifically website treatments. We also deal with brand management. We help you create your products. If you don't have a logo, if you don't have anything that is standard for your business branding solution, we're able to help you through data-driven solutions. We're able to use SEO. Read the description in my bio so you can learn more about what I do, what I love to talk about, and I'm always here to help. So with that being said, I'm going to be quiet for 10 to 20 seconds. If anybody has a question, raise your hands up and I'll be able to bring you up on stage. If we have no questions, then I'll be closing the room. So uh, we have 10 to 20 seconds. So here we go. Okay, we have a question. Hey, Christina. Welcome to the stage. Are you there? Hey, Christina. I don't know. Can you hear me? Okay, I think we lost Christina. Um, I don't know why. Can you hear me, Christina? Um, I can't hear you. Could could somebody else come up to the stage as well? And I don't know if it's me. I don't even know. Can you guys hear me? Um, because I, I've tried to see what's going on. Um, I don't know. Amra, can you hear me? Just send me a DM yes or no <laughs> so that I can know as well. If Okay. Let's see. Hey, Emma. Hey, Emma. How are you? Hi, hi. Good, thank you. Yes, I can hear you. Uh, Christina just messaged me saying her mic isn't working. And she's messaged me saying, can you please talk about Instagram and Pinterest? Okay. What specifically so about Pinterest? Okay, thank you so much for the question. Uh, so for Pinterest and Instagram, even if you don't have a website, oh, Christina's back. Hey, Christina, um, if if you don't have uh, a website, you can still use your Instagram to leverage. There's a, there's an amazing woman. Her name is Kate um, Kesey, that, and we've hosted rooms together, and she does a lot of amazing decor. And she's been able to use her Instagram and she's also been able to use her Pinterest together. So when you think about creating content, you can be able to connect. First of all, claim your Instagram account because that's going to help you. Just like you're able to claim a Pinterest account to your website is the same way that Pinterest allows you to connect to your Instagram. 
And if you don't have a website, you can literally say, okay, I have a reel that's 30 seconds and then I'll probably take 10 seconds to my, my pin and then repin it. And when you pin it to your board, you can literally put the destination link and send them right back to your Instagram. Or you can send them to your YouTube because what that does is that it shows that you're authentic. It shows that you're the person that actually posted it and it actually adds value to you because anything that you pin on Pinterest that has a connection with an external website, whether it's your website or a social media website like Facebook or Instagram or YouTube, those are the things that are going to help you scale because the more consistently you post, the more it's going to recognize, which is pixie that you're doing something consistently and then within your niche people are going to start finding you when your keywords are optimized for that search result does that answer her question yay okay yeah she, she used a microphone yes definitely i would i would definitely say that instagram is a great source with pinterest because when you use your pinterest account correctly it's like a reverse engineering process for me. That's what I've come to realize that when you use your Pinterest, it's more like a reverse engineering process because anything that you're trying to post today, tomorrow, next year, anything that you want to post out there has already been posted before by someone in some way or fashion. But because you're part of the creators club, you're part of someone that is actually creating content within a community and you now put your own spice to it, you actually start adding value because now whoever is looking for this information is finding you first because you had your keywords optimized. So when you use two Chrome extensions like Uber Suggest that I mentioned and another one called Pinterest Save, you're able to make sure that your pins, your boards, your keyword optimization, what you're using is working for you. And I always say, check out Target's Pinterest account. They have an amazing Pinterest account. When you look at the images that they have and you see the text that's in the graphic and then you also see that on their keyword optimization, it's literally copy and paste. There's nothing hard on Pinterest. People say, oh, Pinterest is hard. I can't do it. I've been able to do it. I've been able to see accounts like one of our clients back in December before we began they had about negative two monthly views. I don't even know. I didn't even know that was possible. They had negative two monthly views. And now they're almost hit, hitting 100,000 views per month just because there was consistent traffic. There was consistent strategy. And because we know what their product is, which is, let's say, natural hair growth, then we know that people are going to be searching for natural hair growth. And we stuck to that. So when you think about sticking to things, when you're creating testimonials, when you're having YouTube videos, when you're having content marketing schemes, those are things that are going to help you scale because once you release a pin, that pin goes to the atmosphere. It goes to this ecosystem. It goes to the platform. And if anybody's having a website, for example, and they see a pin like yours and it's solving a problem, they're going to take that pin, which in SEO we call a backlink, and they're going to now connect it to their website. So whoever even goes to the website platform and sees your pin is already seeing your pin without them searching for you directly. That's why I love Pinterest because I can find anything and everything right there and still be consistently adding value without being destructive, without being spammy. You know, people say post 10 times a day. That's not being spammy on Pinterest. That's just being strategic. If you want to post once, you can post once. But at the end of the day, 
Think about your goals, think about where you're going, and think about why you're using Pinterest, and it will definitely help you along the way. Fantastic, thank you so much. Christina, would you like to answer, or should I ask a question? You might as well answer, as it was your question. Yeah, if Christina has any question, yeah, you can um, send a message through DM, and I'll... Oh, I still can't hear you. Let me message you. Okay, I'll wait. Zarkia and Sumbo, if you, Dr. Sumbo, sorry, if you have any questions, please feel free to raise your hand because we'd definitely love to answer your questions. I don't know if you have a Pinterest account and if you do, um, you could also let me know so that I can also check your Pinterest account right now and also maybe give you some real time tips on what to actually do. Because another thing that most people don't realize is that Pinterest is a search engine. It's a positive platform. It's a platform where people actually learn how to do things consistently and stick to it. So if you have a Pinterest account, you should be knowing this, that your Pinterest account is going to be different from another person's Pinterest account. Because if you're dealing with food and someone else is dealing with gardening, you're going to have two complete different audiences. And sometimes people say, oh, the, the Pinterest is only for women. Pinterest is only for mothers. There's a statistic that just came out last month. Pinterest for Business actually released an article and you can check. And they said that there's a, there's a growing number of, of guys that are actually using Pinterest for their accounts. So when you think about social media, Never box social media into one thing. Just like people used to say, okay, TikTok is for kids. Now you're seeing professionals on TikTok. Now you're seeing billionaires on TikTok. So never underestimate the value of a social media or a search engine because it is not conditioned to a human being. It's conditioned to an ecosystem. And that ecosystem works with you every day, every time when you're creating content. And I'll give you a practical example. If you're thinking about user-generated content, for example, and you're like, oh, I don't know what to talk about. I have everything I want to say, but I don't know how to put it together. Go to Pinterest. Go to Pinterest trends. See what is trending over there. See what you can be able to do and add value. And once you're doing that consistently, you'll get motivated. I talked about this earlier and I said about eight to 10 people are inspired on Pinterest. Pinterest is a positive place, so you're not going to see any negative news. You're not going to see any negative things because the platform in itself is a positive platform. You can go to any other platform and get both good news and bad news, but Pinterest is a place that if you have good news, you're always inspired. That's why they focus on inspiration. You can't be inspired by something that happened badly. You can only be motivated to do something better when you're on Pinterest. So Pinterest is the way to go because there's a lot of content that is there for you to see. And for you to start growing on Pinterest organically, we're not even talking about ads because ads is just an added sauce. It's just a bonus to your to your strategy. But when you think about organic search, you can be found so much faster on Pinterest than you can be found on any other platform. And TikTok is a good platform you can be found on, but you have to post at least three times a day. So when you think about what is organically working, and where people can find you, especially a year or two after, the platform is definitely Pinterest. So that's that's what I would say. It's no, it's no longer a social media account. It's your search engine connected to your website, which is your property domain, which is your goal. And it's, it's something that you should actually be able to do on a consistent basis. So I hope that answers your question. I don't know if she has any more questions before we close. Amazing. Yes, so, um, Christina has one more question. 
Yeah. You're being so generous with your time. So she's saying, uh, please ask, ask what are the benefits of pinging my, pinning my, in, can't speak, pinning my Instagram pictures to Pinterest? Would that help with traffic? Like, traffic? I think you've answered that already. Yes. So pinning, and let me actually ask this question. Is it pinning the same Instagram post to Pinterest? okay yes it's very much okay it's very possible if you think about all the stuff that you've done even if you go all the way like way back to your your 50 weeks post or your 30 weeks post and you post it on pinterest and you send them right back to that same instagram post which every instagram post has a uh, has a link so if you're able to copy that link and then send them to your pinterest account and send them right back to your Instagram, you're literally growing on two soils. (laughs) Literally. You're growing on Instagram soil and you're growing on Pinterest soil. And when you're doing those two consistently together, you're telling the algorithm, you're telling Pixie, you're telling the AI that I'm the person to come to when this content is discussed because I'm the person that has all the information or probably the most beneficial information for the person at that time. So yes, it is possible to post your Instagram post on Pinterest. And another thing is that they also have carousels. You can build a carousel on Pinterest. So anything that you have on your Instagram as a carousel, you can do the same thing on your Instagram and it's going to work to your advantage. So there's so much value that you can be able to get from just being on the platform. It helps a lot. It really helps the, the procedures. It helps with how you're able to even articulate yourself. Even if you have questions, you can go to a website like answerthepublic.com and it's going to ask you all types of things. It's going to like, let's say you want to talk about marketing. It's going to have all the questions for your marketing and you can be able to answer them accordingly. So I'm definitely excited to see what you have. If you have a Pinterest account, please send me a DM so I can actually check it out and help you as well. If you have any other questions, you could DM me. Um, Amra, you said you had a question too. Okay, the place you can go to, it's called answerthepublic.com. Answerthepublic.com. It's an amazing platform where you can ask any question if you're in any country in the world and maybe put between one to two words. But even before you ask the question, I would highly recommend that you use a word, a search word that has high volume. And how you can know that word has high volume is if you have a Chrome extension called Uber Suggest. Now, Uber Suggest, if you go on Google.com and type in Uber Suggest Chrome extension, you're going to find it. And when you find it, it's going to now link you to the Chrome extensions manager and you can now add it to your Chrome dashboard. When you do that and you go on Google and type in hair benefits, for example, you're going to see all types of related searches on the right side. And then the one that has a high cost per click and the one that has a high um, volume with a low SEO difficulty just means the higher you go, the more competitive it is. You're able to rank better when you're able to use those keywords in your on your website, use those keywords in your description text, use those keywords on your pins. You'll realize that you're creating an omni-channel experience, which is just meaning that you have a seamless, seamless experience with your customers wherever they find you online. So whether it's a podcast, whether it's a blog, whether it's a picture on Instagram, even if you have a website, you can literally connect your your Instagram picture and embed the code to your blog. 
and also embed the pin to your blog, which is also going to rank on Google. So at the end of the day, your goal is to rank on Google for something that you're specific in. So when you're able to do those things, image, video, those two things work to your advantage for sure. Hope that answers your question. I'm sure it did, Christina. You are honestly so knowledgeable, Faber. Thank you so, so much. If you have time, um, I have a question. I think Jungle does too. I invited him to the room. He's okay. a business owner. And my quick question is, in, um, so I work in, in the corporate sector normally, and I work in the strategy side of things, doing you know, marketing, communication strategy, uh, channels. So if I make recommendations on, say, Pinterest as a channel for a major brand uh, because they want to be more customer-centric, reach maybe a different audience or even Generation Z, X, Y, or Z, any advice on that, like how they can utilize Pinterest to either, you know, for SEO optimization, so they have a double whammy with SEO and Pinterest to connect uh, and bring their traffic to their website, or just to have more brand awareness, use it as a brand awareness tool. Does that make sense? Yeah. Basically, using this platform, because it's quite neglected in a lot of brands, you know, communication strategy or marketing strategy, to appeal to a different audience or all audiences, maybe connected to what they search for when it comes up. So if it's the latest phone or, you know, a beauty product, somebody types it in and then they come up in the search results because they have Pinterest boards. Um, Oh, do you have any suggestions on that or any tips and tricks on how to incorporate that in like their communications and contact strategy? Oh, yes, definitely. I, w- I would say this first that there's a statistic from Pinterest that came out that says 95% of the top searches on Pinterest are unbranded. They're unbranded, which is just telling you that there is no competition Actually, let me, let me see. There is competition, but it's low competition because you're not really now focusing on the brand. You're more, you're more so focusing on the solution. And before somebody gets that solution, you as a business is a byproduct to that solution. So I would definitely suggest that businesses online or in corporate should have a Pinterest account. Why? Because every business has a website. Every legit business, every established business, every aspiring, thriving, you know, developed business has a website somewhere on the net. And when you think about websites, the next thing that should come to your attention are blogs. When you have a blog, an article, a news feed, something that is valuable, you can monetize it if you want to from an inbound marketing strategy perspective. But when you have a content driven strategy point, coming from a corporate side and you're solving a problem which is why the business is created because there's a mission and a vision statement then what you're able to do with pinterest is that now your design team your marketing team your content strategy team is able to derive content coming from the trends because i even mentioned earlier that on pinterest people are searching for holidays nine months prior so we're in april right now and people are searching for christmas gifts right now it's just it's it's amazing that Pinterest is a search engine and it's underutilized because if you really want to scale on your website scale as a as an SEO practitioner or scale just in volume as far as searches are as a as, uh, as searches are concerned then you will realize that when you use your Pinterest account especially Pinterest for business account and you have videos you have tutorials you have 
maybe problem solving solutions maybe someone doesn't know how to get to your office and they check your pinterest or they check a blog and they see something visual people are able to connect quicker because when you when you're visual as human beings we're very visual some people are maybe not as visual they could be maybe auditory or they could be kinetic it could be anything but the visual aspect because all of us are able to you know see things and understand while we hear them is why pinterest is very important because the text messages you have on your boards on your pins you don't have to be there all the time there are some pins that like if you look at flowdesk i use flowdesk as an email campaign strategy and we also have a, a 50 percent off lifetime um code as well if you would like that please let me know in the dm but if you look at flowdesk's pinterest account you will realize that that flowdesk they don't even have much pins going on but when you check their their traffic their traffic is so high in demand because they're using probably a paid strategy to make sure that their 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 name is heard and their visual everywhere if you you don't have to be on all platforms i'm not saying open a, a like eight different platforms for your accounts but i would say that when you're opening a pinterest account a pinterest account is more so like a search engine account so it's like creating a google account for your business if that makes sense so like you're creating a visual aid for your business that if somebody searches for anything related to your business whether from an inbound perspective from or an outbound perspective perspective sorry you will be able to notice that people will start to find you they'll find you on pinterest they'll find your blog they'll find your website they'll find your location and they're able to connect because you're solving a problem and they're going to come to you People don't buy products. People buy people. And the people that behind those visions is what makes it count. So I would highly suggest that every company should have a Pinterest for business account because it helps you get more searches, more traffic and more volume when you're very specific on the needs that you're you know, providing as a service. Does that answer your question, Amra? Indeed. So uh, just a little bit to add if you have time. So, yeah. So say if I was a business big, big, big global brand and I get onto Pinterest uh, for a business account, open up account. In terms of showing up, say, in Google, so I use Pinterest for my work, like I said, to use a journey mapping or sustainability, whatever the topic is. Yeah. And sometimes um, what I've searched, Pinterest comes up in this first or second search result on that topic. So if I type in customer journey mapping, Pinterest came up, uh, you know, right at the top. Is that organic or is that because the companies or the content or the people who have pinned material on Pinterest with those keywords, is that why is that why it's come up? Just I'm trying to understand the connection with the search and people getting onto Pinterest. So not from Pinterest to your website, from Google to Pinterest. How does that happen? Can it happen for free? Yeah. Yeah, it can definitely happen for free because because Pinterest is a search engine already. It already tells the AI system, it already tells the algorithm, and Google changes the algorithm at least eight times in a day. So when it keeps being refreshed and your website is able to be indexed and you have a sitemap, then what that does is that you can easily be found from Google because you're being searched for on a keyword that you were specific to. So for example, like you mentioned about mapping and guidelines, if you're dealing with travel, if you're dealing with desti travel destinations, right now especially traveling is like one of the hottest topics on Pinterest because people are eager to travel and they're trying to create boards so that they can, you know, go where they want to go. 
Pinterest is so real time that if somebody is searching for a problem, they can find it right there because it appeared to them. So it's a very organic reach. But at the same time, based on the strategy and based on the company, they could also have it paid. And if you notice this as well, if you run a, a Google ad, you will realize that Google ads, they work, but people don't really click on the first three lines that says, you know, Google ads. They'd rather click on the organic search because they don't want to be taken into an ad that's going to now be repurposed as a dynamic marketing for them. They don't want to do that. They just want to get their problem solved by asking a query or a search query on the site. So if you've connected to your Google Analytics and you've also connected to your Google Search Console on your website and you're now having pins that are connected to your blogs that are talking about topics that are related to what your website offers or what your business offers overall, then people are going to start finding you because you were specific in your keyword title you were specific in your keyword description, you were specific in your alternative text description, and you were focused also on your website destination link. If your website is abc.com forward slash, the word that follows that forward slash is going to be keyword optimized as well. So when you're creating that content, when you're creating that website, when you're creating that URL, that URL is specific to that need. So you can be talking about beans when you're trying to talk about hospitality management. Those are two different things and the algorithm will not work to your advantage. But if you're able to talk about what the business is offering and how it's able to solve a problem, then what you're doing is that you're telling Google to search for something that is going to be found on a blog that has your pin connected to it. So they, you, they might find your pin, but somebody has to type in ABC Pinterest, and then you start seeing Pinterest accounts. But if you're trying to look for something specific that has no Pinterest in the search query and you're still found, it's simply because the search term was related to what you're looking for and you did a test board, you did a test run and you were able to see. Now, you may also be wondering, okay, I'm able to go to search um, Pinterest trends and I don't know how to get, I don't know which keyword is doing better. I would say this, when you, if you have a Pinterest for business account, click on the keywords that you're looking for after you've gone to answer the public or Pinterest trends, go to the ad section and then put in the keyword in the ad section. It's literally going to tell you the exact number or maybe let's say a broad number of the search volume inside Pinterest. So if you're searching for fitness and management or sporting outfits and you put that keyword on the Pinterest ads before you run the ad, it's going to show you what the keyword is searching for and how many, how many, like in terms of volume, it's being ranked for. So when you think about those metrics and you're able to know that you're not too far and you're not too close, you're right in the middle, which also has a scalability for you. It just tells you that you have to be as organically descriptive as possible so that when somebody is searching for something, your image, your text, your keyword, your description, and your, your destination link all have the same thing together. And when you keep doing that consistently, the AI will recognize that you're very specified in your field of expertise and they're able to help you scale further. I hope that answers your question, Amra. Oh my God, more than enough. Thank you so, so much. I was making so many notes. Honestly, I really, really appreciate your time, your value, your support. You are so knowledgeable. Thank you so much. I'll let um, Jungle on stage take the next question, but I've, I find that so, so helpful. Thank you so much, Ava. You're most welcome. I really appreciate it. I'm glad you're here. Hey, Jungle, what's up? 
so many notes as well, so it's amazing. The amount of knowledge that you've given. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if you covered this earlier, but um, I guess my, my question is how or what is the difference between international SEO and normal SEO? And um, I guess how would you optimize for international SEO? Is that something that people do deliberately? Um, when I've looked at SEO sites regarding my own website, and it's almost like it's just non-existent um, with the feedback these um, like SEO ability or companies like that are giving me. So I wasn't sure how I could be specific with international SEO and I guess sharp in different areas. Okay. Yes, it is. It is. It's a very good question. Um, I would say this. The difference between local SEO and international SEO is a language in terms of coding. There's something called H- href lang. And even Neil Patel talks about this at some point. He says that if your website does not have a href lang, it just means that if somebody in Brazil is trying to look for something, they may not get it in their language because it's still in English because that's the default. So you would need to have a href lang, which is pretty much href language that is just able to redirect that same information and then, you know, reconnect it to the language that you're appealing to. For example, if somebody types something in a different language on Instagram, there's a section that says see caption or translate caption. That's going to translate to English. Now, that just means that Instagram as a business on their website or, or their, their own business model, they have a href language tag, which is able to help them rank on a global perspective because if somebody logs in from a different place they're logging in from a different ip address which has a different connotation into the way they're receiving their bandwidth so when you're doing that you have to make sure that your website has that connection in place and you also need to have like a google tag manager because that's also going to help you grow and scale now for your local seo i'm going to give you a pro tip if you have a, like a like a local bakery store or a business that is you know within the local area i would highly suggest that you use this website and you can write this down it's called geo that's j i'm sorry <laughs> it's a friday it's geo imager which is g e o i m g r that's g e o i m g r.com They've been running for over 10 years now. And what you can do is that if you have a business and it's in a local area, you upload the picture, literally the picture, maybe your logo, maybe it's a picture of somebody that was in the store or maybe somebody that was within the community or maybe just within the city or the country and then get the exact location of that particular business or that particular local business and then when you click on it and you upload it to your geoimager.com um, dashboard, it's going to download and it's going to tell you that there were no geotags found. Now, there's something right next to it that's called an EXIF tag, E-X-I-F tag. Now, what that does is that once you put the location of where your business is and then you click on generate EXIF tag, it's going to literally generate the coordinates, the map coordinates of that business and it's going to embed it as a DNA to that picture. And then when you download that picture and you now upload it to your website or upload it to your Instagram or upload it to your Pinterest, you're literally doing like a 10x boost or a 100x boost. You're literally showing the algorithm that 
this picture came from this place because this is where the business is operating and then if you have a keyword that's attached to it and someone finds it within their locality if you type in starbucks near me or you type in something near me now you're going to start popping up and populating because you were consistent and you were intentional with that search term so that's definitely a pro tip that i would say you can use but when you think about international seo and local seo it just boils down to your content strategy and your keywords because keywords are everywhere there's a there's a chrome extension called keywords everywhere literally and you can find all the keywords that are relating to what your business is doing and then start looking at the related tags because for example you can think about let's say um basketball and basketball players for example those are this it's the same basketball it's the same sport but those two keywords have two different volumes so even if you're searching on youtube or you're searching on pinterest and you're using the search bar and you see what's popping or you know what what's regulating on the search feed you will realize that you will take those words the ones that really relate to your business take them to google see what the search volume is understand the, the metrics and know that people are looking for this word then go to answerthepublic.com find the questions people are asking then go write a blog about it then maybe use canva or have your design team create content that is digestible and then paste it to your instagram or to your pinterest and then when you're on pinterest specifically you can now send a destination link right back to your instagram or right back to your website landing page with the exif tag that you created for that post and when you keep doing that consistently i'm telling you without a doubt that you are going to get results so quickly that you won't even want to use Instagram anymore. Not that Instagram is not good or bad, but because you were able to use this to your advantage and then everything that you have as a social media feed, especially for your business accounts, are all related to the same source. So to answer your question, global and SEO keywords are very important. But when you think about the SEO tactic, you can use both of them to your advantage and you can really get a good result from it. Does that answer your question? You're most welcome. You're most welcome. This this is an amazing room. I think I'm going to be doing this every week. This is the Pinterest and SEO Marketing Club. I'm the founder of this club. And feel free to follow this club. You know, just tap on the green Monopoly house and, you know, scroll down and we can be able to answer your questions at any time. We also have a Pinterest marketing course that is available for you right now. If you go to the description in the club bio, you can be able to see that. And we can be able to answer your questions, you know, give you access to it. All the club members are eligible for 50% off anytime, any day, anywhere. So if you feel free, you can send me a message on, on the DMs and just say Pinterest marketing. And then I'll be able to handle that for you. And we can be able to get that sorted out. So, hey, Vinay, how are you? Yeah, I just I just took him out. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. I'm sure it was an accident. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I really agree with the power of Pinterest and, and how undervalued it is. Um, I uh, I help uh, brands with social media marketing as well, and uh, and Pinterest is one of the platforms that I really push clients to get on. Uh, 
basics like playing your website on there and then watch Google Analytics to see uh, how you know how traffic Pinterest is sending. Even if like like spending small amounts on ads, I feel like spending that money on Pinterest versus on other platforms, uh, you gain a lot more traction. Uh, you know, not necessarily conversion, but definitely a lot more uh, traction coming in from Pinterest and I've seen that. Um, I would love to, I, I have one question for you and, and it may or may not be relevant. Um, I uh, had suggested to clients also and, and done it for them uh, using this uh, website or app called Pin Groupie just to uh, find and post uh, pin relevant content onto boards like you can see content as opposed to posting your original content. Is that something you recommend? I just feel like it would drive more people to to your page and uh, and and you know just get more views on your profile and hopefully more people converting from there. That's a very strong point you mentioned. Pin Groupie, yes, I would I would definitely say it's a good platform because it's also recommended by Tailwind, and Tailwind is a trusted source, so you can definitely use Pin Groupie and. You know, just share your information and let people know what you're about and how you can be able to use your business um, accordingly. So in terms of traffic, because, you know, Tailwind deals with communities and tribes, you can definitely use that. But just recently, I got to know that for Pinterest and, you know, making sure you're able to have scheduling. I don't know if it's changed, but just recently, and I've also been hearing in other rooms, I was also hearing that when you have a Pinterest account and you're scheduling pins from Tailwind, you you might not get the reach that you're looking for because Pinterest is trying to make sure that you can post natively. Now, that doesn't mean that you stop using Tailwind or Pin Groupie or platforms like Later.com. When you use these platforms, I would say that it would be good to have 70% of that consistency made through the native Pinterest plans because Pinterest has an app. You can literally go to the app store on your phone or even on your Mac, and then you can be able to download the Pinterest app or you just go natively to the website and you know do that. They have a scheduler as well. So when you're making those pins and you're making those description text, I would definitely say that using Pin Groupie would be a good source. I personally haven't used it myself, but because I know that it's with Tailwind, I know it's going to do a great job because you're looking for things that people are finding and they're able to connect with you. Now, for your, I'm looking at your bio and your fine jewelry product development um, um, owner. Tell me more about how Pinterest has been working for you, especially in the e-commerce um, platform. I have uh, I, my main business is B2B and it's wholesale so I have my few set of clients uh, which I'm happy with and I'm not really looking out for more so I'm not very active on social media I do have a different arm of my business where I help uh, some of my jewelry clients to actually uh, create a presence online um, and, and that's more of like a boutique consulting agency that I've formed and, um, and that in, in there I've had experience where I test uh, you know uh, traffic coming in from different sources of uh, social media and, and I feel like Pinterest has been very powerful in, in sending traffic uh, 
just by spending small amounts on ads, uh, and you know, as, it, it is uh, you know a lot of uh, it, the more niche you can get on Pinterest, the more targeted uh, audience you you know you have driving towards your website. So, uh, one of my brands uh, that I, that I've experimented with is is Kane New York. Uh, K-A-I-N New York spelled out and it's on Instagram as well and uh, uh, sorry it's on Pinterest as well uh, and uh, and that's that's one of the brands where I saw a lot of traffic go to the website just, just by spending small amounts of money that's a fact and I'm actually looking at Kane New York right now and I can see I think they're opening soon. They're having a like I looked at their website they're, they're probably waiting to, to open but I can see their website as well. Yeah. Uh, Just to touch on what you said when it comes to advertising. Now, there are places on even LinkedIn just reduce their cost per click so that you can be more specifically targeted on the platform. But with as far as cost per clicks and conversion value, the highest lifetime value that I would definitely recommend is Pinterest, like you said, because... You can spend literally a dollar a day, spend $30 in a, in a month. And in that month, you have accumulated, I don't know, only God knows how many views you can get. But the only way to convert those views is if you have a claimed website, because when they come to your account, when they see your ad, when they engage with your post, they want to learn more. And whenever you're on Pinterest, you never really get the full solution until you've really done your research. So... When you're creating that contextual information for people, then you're telling the people that I'm the person that you need to come to when you're looking for something like this. But the only way they can find you is when they search for something that is keyword optimized. And the people who are searching for these things, they don't even know that they don't know the difference between a keyword and a word description. So you as a business owner should place yourself into the hands of the end consumer and give them value when they're able to search for something that is unbranded like a watch or jewelry or maybe they're looking for rings or engagement rings things like those are very generic when they're typed but when the results come out they are very keyword optimized so the person that is using this keyword search to their advantage is the person that is really focused on the niche just like you said the more specific you are on this platform the more results you get if you're dealing with makeup stick to it don't go to you know hair stick with makeup if you're thinking about hotels stay in hotels don't go too far but if you're thinking about creating content within what you have you will realize that there's so much you can do with that one piece of content that can really drive a lot of traffic because Pinterest is a positive place. It's a place that you're solving problems. It's a place that you're actually participating in the community and you're building interest. So when you think about your advertising campaign and let's say you're running it to your Instagram, for example, like Christina said, if you're running it to your Instagram and you're running it from Pinterest, you're going to get so much more value because one, people are going to find your Instagram. They're going to follow you if they're on Instagram. Two, you're going to be gaining more eyeballs on Pinterest. And then three, you're already having a site that's authoritative in your, in your, in your keyword specific term. So when you think about creating value, you're thinking about putting those things together and having a website is just the best part because your website is pretty much your land. And that's what I tell most people. I even tell our clients that 
when you have a website, you have land. And that land, you can do anything with it from a digital virtual perspective. And if you're doing it correctly, the right people are going to come to you because they've been able to find you based on the search that you put out there. If I'm talking about Pinterest and SEO marketing, I was even looking at YouTube today and I typed in Pinterest and SEO marketing and I didn't even do much SEO traffic or boosting and I could see myself on the search results, not because I was trying to be ranking, but because I was specific to what I was searching for. And I know people are going to be searching for these terms either now or in the future. So my goal right now is to repurpose content and give people as much as possible so that they can also feel valued and they can also feel like they're actually being of value to the people that they're serving to. So for you, um, Vinay, you talked about, you know, jewelry. That's a big place, especially on Pinterest. You know, if you go on Pinterest right now and you look at jewelry, they're all types. They're very much many, many options. But where, what makes you stand out are these two things. One, if you have a picture that has an in-text graphic that is keyword optimized for the search that people are looking for with a high volume, then somebody can click on your picture first because it's a bright image. It has a call to action and you can also have a call to action on your image. You don't have to have a call to action on your description. You can also have a call to action on your image. So you can literally have an image and in the middle it says buy now or it says learn more or sign up. Something that is very visual that somebody can put. Look at Spotify, for example. If you're looking at a Spotify ad, just for example, you will see that they have the picture of the whatever product it is. They have a picture of the product. They have the text in there and they have a little button. That button tells you to click now or, or learn more. That you, you can literally click on that button, but because it's visually there and it's been attached as a link, then it's going to take you to the place you're looking for. So when you're creating these things, apart from Instagram, because you can't click and it takes you somewhere unless you're in the bio or you use later.com and they have this thing called link in bio. If you look at the shade room, for example, they have that as an, as, as, as an option. They have link in bio. So when you have a clickable picture, a clickable visual that has the in-text graphic to it, you're adding value. And the second thing that to make you stand out is if you're able to use two by three ratio. So that means using carousel images or picture images that have a two by three ratio, which is vertical images. If you have vertical images as opposed to horizontal images, because Instagram keeps it to square images, but you can also use Canva and repurpose it and make sure that you have something that is, you know, vertical. The more vertical it is, the more people are able to connect with you, the more they're able to really understand what you're saying. Even on Instagram, if you're scrolling, for example, before you get to the next picture and you're seeing a, a vertical image, you have to pass through it. So you're, you're literally adding engagement, you're adding click-through rate, and you're also adding intentions on why you're posting it instead of posting it as a square, you're posting it as a horizontal, as a vertical image, I'm sorry. So when you post a vertical image, have an in-text graphic to it with a call to action and that clickable pin takes you to a destination that is legit especially your website or your instagram or your tiktok or anything that or your link tree even you can be able to start ranking because your google analytics your facebook pixel your pinterest tag manager your tiktok pixel are all connected to your website and the more people are able to click 
the more you're able to get a more searchable related audience. And when you start creating custom audiences on, on Pinterest, there's an ad section that talks about um, actalikes. They're not called lookalikes, they're called actalikes. And those are just based on consumer behavior and interests. So when you think about putting those things all together as a recipe for your success, I'm definitely sure that you can be able to achieve those results. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing more of your pins, Vinay, because we need more of your jewelry things out there. You know, we need to see more of those amazing, amazing fiery things because we never know what we're going to see until we see them, right? Great. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would definitely say that your pins would need to be optimized with your boards because I was mentioning earlier in the in the room that we spoke in the Pinterest and SEO marketing room that when you think about creating a board, I would suggest between five to ten boards. For example, I'm looking at your 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 Pinterest right now and I can see there are about six boards, which is good. But when you look at the six boards, and I can see there's Canes New York men's, and I see there's uh, men's bracelets, accessories. Now, when you look at Cane New York men's bracelets and accessories, those are literally four different types of audiences. You have New York as an audience, you have men as an audience, you have bracelets as an audience, and you have accessories as an audience. So instead of putting them all together in the same pin or the same board, I would make sure that I'm having at least five to 10 boards that even the names of the boards, like you have a name of your boards that says things. But if I click on the things and I open it, I'm seeing um, there's cigars, there's there's some whiskey, there's some nice Timberland boots. You know, it looks really good. But now instead of calling it things, I would go on Pinterest trends and search for something that's related to it. Or another way you can also track it is by clicking on the pin that you have. And then when you scroll down, you will see it, something that says more like this. So the AI system is going to look at your picture and get you related content as well. And if you look at them, I would rather use like a, a name like cocktails, for example, rather than things and put them in its own category. If it's photography you're focusing on, focus on photography and then the photos that are in there are going to be keyword optimized within the text that you're actually giving it when i said makeup and hair i didn't mean that you don't post hair when you're doing makeup i just meant to say that when you have makeup if anybody's taking a, a board or a pin those boards and those pins the person that's wearing that makeup already has the hair so you don't have to focus on the hair focus on the makeup and then use different styles that have the makeup on 
with the hair of course and you're able to build that interaction and then more people will start to see makeup and they're focusing on the makeup rather than they're focusing on the hair and eventually somebody else is going to now pin that to their hair profile so if you're not focusing on something specific then don't put it out there as a board because it's not going to help you in the end even when you edit up a pin it's not going to help your algorithm. So the moment you post it, just like you're told not, not to edit an Instagram post unless you've done it maybe weeks ahead or you, let's say you've posted something today for 72 hours later, you can change it. But within the first 24 to 48 hours, that's the primal part because you send something out to the atmosphere, to the ecosystem, it's going to pick it out. And when it picks it out, what happens is that it starts connecting to other related searches, either by your tags, by your text, by your descriptions, by your destination links, by the slurs, whatever you're putting out there, it's going to be something that's going to be beneficial to you when you're able to be very specific. So for your pins, for example, I would say that I would definitely have a pin just on New York, literally just have a pin a board on just New York because you're, you're saying Kane New York it says unique customizable men's jewelry the perfect gift for someone who has everything I love that it's very unique it's very one two sentence based and at the same time it's keyword optimized so when someone comes to your page the first thing that they should be looking out for is exactly what you talked about men's jewelry which I do see but if I go to the save section I don't see any board that says jewelry so when you're creating your pins and your boards and your text graphics the word jewelry should be a board the word men or men's fashion should have a board and then in that men's fashion is where you now have let's say men wearing um nice suited outfits with watches that's jewelry but you send them to the men's section then if it's jewelry it's just product shots of jewelry and amazing um information on jewelry so when you're thinking about creating these boards, think about it like an aisle. When you go to a store, a grocery store, I was saying this earlier, that when you're going to a grocery store and you go to a certain aisle, that aisle has exactly what you're looking for. If you find something there that's not in your search, then you're not going to focus on it. You may even move, you may get discouraged and move to the next aisle to see what, what, what's over there. So when you're creating content on Pinterest, the goal should be to have connections between what you've said in your pin, what you've said in your board, what you've said on your profile, and what you've said on your descriptive text. Now, with K New York, the, the actual title, just like the title on Instagram, for example, is, is search optimized. You can change that, and maybe you can even keep it as K New York, and then write, have a um a slur next to it maybe like a i don't know what they call those long lines in between and then separate the words and maybe say men's jewelry right after that now if somebody types in men's jewelry on the search you show up but but k new york will also show up so it's literally accumulated traffic that you're adding to your pin because someone's going to search for something that's related to your business without having to know who you are exactly but when they see an image that has a text on it that is yours and they click on it and it takes them to the website now what you're doing now is that you're actually adding value to that con context because somebody is looking for that they found you and now because of the ai system whatever else you post is what they're going to be showing to you as the end user so that definitely helps with your algorithm and your testing does that answer your question yeah yeah for sure man 
you're most welcome you're most welcome if anyone else has a question please raise your hand and we'll let you up but within the next 20 seconds i'll be quiet if there's no questions i'll come back and close the room but if you have any questions feel free to raise your hand Okay, we have one more question from Leonard. Hey, Hello. how are you? Good. You definitely have some very interesting um, It's kind of related, but not really related. It's more related to SEO. Okay. Um, does, so, does this same process work for Instagram as well? Or is it more just like for Pinterest and when you when you say um, work, do you mean the the tips? Okay, the tips work specifically for for Pinterest, but you can use the strategies as a reverse engineering tool. What I mean is, if you have a video on Instagram that you want to post, or you have a video on YouTube that you want to post, let's use YouTube for example. You have a ten minute video on YouTube. And then you take maybe 30 seconds of that YouTube clip or maybe the best part or trailer and take it to your Instagram. I would go to Pinterest first because Pinterest is known as a search engine platform already. I would go to Pinterest and have a board that says YouTube, just YouTube. You don't have to be specific because when people are searching for things, they're being very general. But at the same time, you have to be keyword specific to know how they can find you. So when you're creating those pins or those boards, And let's say you have a board on YouTube and you have a trailer there. The keyword optimization tool is going to help you rank because people are going to search for what you're you're talking about within the context of the conversation in the video. And then when somebody uses that video and repurposes it to maybe their own platform or their own board, they're able to relate. But to answer your question, when you think about the tactics used on Pinterest, they're completely different from Instagram. But what keeps them together and what keeps them within the same bracket is the search. When people are searching for a hashtag, they're going to find you on Instagram. When people are searching for a search term on Pinterest, they're going to find you because you were keyword optimized. So I, I love to use Pinterest because Pinterest allows me to know what people are searching for. And then when I know what people are searching for, I would go to answerthepublic.com and see what kind of questions they're asking about what I'm doing. And then, because the Google results you get from Answer the Public, I think I believe it comes from Google, Bing, and, and YouTube, I believe, if not Amazon as well. But they ask so many questions. And how to also use answerthepublic.com is you're going to see a lot of green on when you get the results. But look for the one that has a dark green. The darkest green is the one that has the most search or the most phrasing or the most long-tail keyword search. Then you use that content Take it to your Instagram, answer the question. But when you're answering the question, you have to be very keyword specific in that when you have a keyword, make sure that it's a long tail keyword. And what I mean is between two to four or five words, have that text in between what you're saying as you're paraphrasing. And then when you're posting it on your con- on your content, on your feed, you're going to get a lot of attraction because the people that follow you on Instagram, maybe about five to 10% of them will see it within the first hour. Then the other 23 hours is highly dependent on how performing or how well performing that post was. So in order to leverage your Pinterest and your Instagram, 
you can be able to have your Instagram account optimized when you have keywords that are specific to what you're posting. And then the right audience is going to find you because you're going to use the same hashtags. I use a platform called Hashtag Slayer, hashtag Slayer.com. It shows you the competition between um, easy, difficult, um, very difficult. So you also know what people are searching for because a term, a, a hashtag that has a million, like for example, I'll just you know say it off the rip. Uh, hashtag marketing is very easy, even though it has a million posts in there. According to the competition analytics, it's easy. But on Pinterest, if I type in marketing, I'm going to get a completely different audience because now people are talking about digital marketing, visual marketing, SEO marketing. It gets more specific. But when you're able to know what you're posting on your Instagram and maybe you take it to your Pinterest board like YouTube, and then send them to a destination link with your YouTube, then you're able to really, really attract people in. People on YouTube use this platform called TubeBuddy. I'm just throwing things out there today. They use TubeBuddy. TubeBuddy is an amazing SEO tool that helps you search and see what's competitive in your niche. You get to know the phrasing. You get to know how it works to your advantage. And then you're able to now use that for your content. And when you're able to create that for yourself, you'll realize you'll have a lot of keywords that you can use all the time because you don't want to have too many keywords that you can't use. So make sure you have a list of keywords that make sense. Use the platforms to see what's ranking. Then use that to now you know, advance your content strategy and then do that consistently every day. When you do that consistently every day, people are going to find you because you have problem solving questions. People are able to save. People are able to comment. People are able to share. And once your information is shareable, it's, it's contextual, people are going to love your content and they're always going to wait for you to come back. But Pinterest is better because once you post something today, by this time next year, it's still going to be there and it's still going to be as fresh as it was because you are able to optimize it for the search result people are looking for. Does that answer your question? Yeah, it does. Uh, actually, that leads me to another question, actually. Okay. Um, I'm curious because I know you can tag photos. So, like, for example, if you uploaded a photo on Pinterest, and would it help if you tag, like, embed tags into your photo when you upload it? When you say embed tags, do you mean the EXIF tag as the, the, the local SEO tag or just tagging somebody regular on, on, on Pinterest? embedded into it. So, for example, in Photoshop, you can add tags, like hashtags, I guess, in a way. So, people, you know, I'm, I'm wondering if that would apply and if it would work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I would say this, that when you're uploading pins to your Pinterest, and even if you check somewhere like Canva, it's going to show you the same thing. When you're uploading pins or when you're uploading videos to your YouTube or to your Instagram or to your Pinterest especially, the, the file name, like you mentioned, the meta tag definitely helps. But meta tags on Pinterest don't really help because meta tags is just for websites and coding so Pinterest does not pick up on meta tags. They pick up on keywords and alt text. So if you're using those meta tags, those meta tag descriptions can be turned into alt text, which you can now use on Instagram and on Pinterest. But now when you use your, your, when you use your file photos, let's say it's a picture of a, a BMW, um, whatever brand it is, whatever model it is, you will realize that when you type in those words to your file name, which is not even way before you even upload it, you have it on your laptop, 
you type the you type in the name and now you have that word keyword optimized in your file name what's going to happen is that it's also going to help you in your your search results because instead of having you know a picture that you downloaded from your camera and has dsc underscore one two three and you change that to maybe wedding photography by leonard for example hypothetically speaking now what you've done is you've added an extra bonus to your your keyword optimization because when you upload it the ai is going to pick up all the text it's going to pick up all the descriptions and those things that are going to help you boost it's not just about the picture it's not just about the destination link it's also about how you were prepared before you posted it so the meta tags do not work specifically for pinterest but they do work when you think about creating alt text on your pinterest for visuals and right now stories and videos are ruling the day on pinterest so if you have a lot of stories you're able to bring that up for sure and um amra said i should bring up um zeddy so i'm going to invite him to speak but leonard <laughs> No problem. <laughs> no problem. I got you. Um, Leonard. What was that website? You said TubeBuddy. What does that show you again? So, Okay. TubeBuddy is a YouTube SEO tool. TubeBuddy.com. It's a Chrome extension tool that you have to sign in with your Google account. And then what happens is whenever you search any video on YouTube, on the right side, it's going to populate the amount of social shares it gets maybe on facebook on reddit on twitter how many mentions it gets that specific url on youtube and then the tags like like leonard is mentioning the tags now come into youtube where you're going to see what tags are ranking because a tag like shoes and maybe a tag like shoe runner those have two different audiences with two different volumes but when you know what's working for you the tube buddy is going to help you know what you're missing and it helps you also to optimize so that you can always have your videos on 100%. There's an SEO score on every video on YouTube. Either people know it or they don't know it, there is a score. So that score is what helps the, the algorithm understand whether this tag is relevant to this content and is also relevant to the captions. Because when you use platforms like those, it's now telling the platform that, hey, I have abc to work with and this tags is related to this context so it's able to pick it up because without me speaking it, it can already read all the textual information i have as a graphic so that's how the photos and the videos can definitely help with your social media um, practice so yeah leonard does that help as well yeah it does thank you very much you're welcome Wait, sorry, sorry. i should do one thing like it does help but i'm just curious so all tags mean it's like it's just embedded into the actual naming of the folder or file or alt text alt text is just known as alternative text and what that is is, is just for accessibility so let's say that you know if there are people that you know probably can't read or they can't write you know they have that tool there initially primarily was there so that people can be able to find those search terms by the accessibility options even on your iphone you have accessibility it's just extra tools that are given to enhance whatever is already working so to the benefit of your account or to the benefit of whoever is going to search for what you're looking for is able to track that when there's alternative text which also just means that it is just a platform that allows you to describe the photo descriptively so that if it's if it's a yellow sun with green grass it's literally that and when you're able to describe the photo as is 
And then maybe you can use your keyword in between, but the whole essence of the alt text is to make sure that when somebody is using it, they can be able to find it. One way you can also search that is if you go on your Chrome and you go to any picture and you right click or you, you know, if you have a Mac, you can use two fingers and click down. You will realize that there's a section called inspect element. Now, when you click on inspect element, what, what happens there is that you're going to see a section that has a code, a source code, and that source code is called um, alt, alt text. So you're going to see the exact words that you described. If it's Doritos, you, you will see literally orange Doritos packet. You're going to see something that's very specific. It didn't really say what it is, but it's described what it is without having to be um, keyword or brand specific. So whatever is on your image, whatever is as a text on your image, you can be able to now bring that out and also create value for it by, you know, having the alt text there. You don't always have to have it, but it's a, it's an added tool because it's also available on, on Instagram and it's also available on Pinterest as well. So that's what you can use it for. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Zeddy, what's up? Hey, how are you? Good, good, good. Uh, such a really, I would say, really insightful session. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, been taking notes and learning a lot from you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Do you have any question? Uh, specifically not. I feel, I feel like you've covered a lot of the areas that I actually wanted to have questions on. But yeah, thank you so much for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. And feel free if if you really want to get in touch with this Pinterest course because what I'm talking about today is all in the course and and if you join as a member pinterest and seo marketing club as a member you get you're eligible 100 percent for 50 percent off off the course and you just have to dm me the word pinterest marketing i'll send you the link and i'll also send you the code so you can be able to use and then start getting in there because it's a self-paced online course where you're able to learn everything that i'm talking about there are also some copywriting tools that I also talk about in there, which I can't talk about here because that's like a gold mine. There are some place there. We also have um, extension tools that are able to help you even get email addresses for from your LinkedIn and also get email addresses on websites that you're able to really rank for. And if you're looking for like a specific person in this specific field, you can be able to find that because the whole point of giving this value is so that you can reach your goals and everybody has a goal to reach. So my, my goal is to help you find your goal. And by you finding your goal, by using the tactics that I have that I've used as an experience, I can also learn from you at some point because at the end of the day, we're all sharing value here and everybody is a genius. So I'm all here to just give the information as much as I can and just be you know valuable with it. So it's been a pleasure connecting with you all. I definitely look forward to seeing you in the other rooms. And this has been an amazing session. We've been on YouTube Live, we've been on podcasts, we've been on Facebook, and there's a lot of interaction going on. And this is a weekend. So I just wanted to make sure I'm able to give as much value as possible and help you where I can. And then in case you missed any of the points, um, make sure you also check our club because there's a, there's a website called, which is our website, playinc.online. That's P-L-A-Y-I-N-C dot online forward slash clubhouse and when you see that you're going to see the other rooms that we've had in the past and you can also see the show notes as well because i don't want anyone to miss anything so all the notes are going to be there if you miss anything send me a dm and i look forward to connecting with you all with that said does anyone have anything left to say before we close the room
much. I greatly appreciate it. You're welcome. Anytime. Anytime. Just a massive thank you. So enjoyable. So informative. Really, really, really appreciate you, you know, doing this for us. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Anytime. Anytime. With that said, thank you so much for being here. You know, we were the last six in the room. I really, really appreciate it. I'm, I'm glad I was able to offer value. I know it's the weekend, so I want to make sure you guys can go and enjoy your day, enjoy your evening. But we're going to be back here again next week. And just by a show of hands, by, you know, with the microphone, how many people want me to do this every Friday? Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to be coming back here every Friday. I'm going to make it something that's going to be recurring every Friday at 12 o'clock p.m. Eastern time so we can all be here, answer questions, and I'm really, really able to help you all. So thank you so much for your responses. I'm going to be back again, and I promise you I'm going to be back with another amazing tip. And then if you have any questions about what we talked about today, go and imply those things, apply them, you know, understand them. If you're in the course, you have a complimentary call with me as many times as possible if you get stuck because I'm here to help and I'm able to, you know, give you the results that you're looking for within the time frame that you have as a milestone. So you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. Enjoy yourselves. Take care. Be safe out there. And I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. And, and also another thing is on, I think on Monday, it, Monday is the 4th or the 5th. I can't remember. But all the information as far as the rooms that are going to be coming are always going to be in the description. So if you PTR, you'll always find the next room. So I'm going to schedule this for next week right after this so that you guys can also know that we're going to be here for you. So thank you so much once again. I'm about to close the room and have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Take care, everybody. Bye. All right, guys. We out. Take care. Bye.